Tonight, the Shana Rabbe, last day of Sukkot. As we know, Shana Rabbe is a very special day. It's called Hashana Rabbe, the Great Salvation. And as we traditionally wish each other a good kvittel, because this is the day when we still have a chance to, um, our fate being uh, decided um, at a final moment of Hashana Rabbe. The meaning is on Hashanah Rabbah, we take five aroves, five willows, and we say Hashanahs, and then we beat the five aroves to the ground five times. And it's considered a minig nevi'im, a minig from the nevi'im. In time of the Bishamikdash, this minig was, was actually not a minig, it was Halacha Lomishim Sinai. The Jews were required to take a big aroves, was a big branch, which they placed by the Mizbeach. And every day of Sukkot, not only Hashanah Rabbah, they would go around, orbit around the Mizbeach, uh, with the Arova at the center. On Hashanah Rabbah, the tradition was to orbit and circle around the Mizbeach seven times. But that was Mamesh Mitzvah. Allah HaLamesh is like a Mitzvah Minatera. She's not written in the Torah, it's a tradition, an oral tradition from Moshe Rabbeinu. After the Bismillah was destroyed, of course that halacha l'mashimishina could no longer be practiced, but it became a minig which Nevi'im established a minhag. A minig is not a halacha, it's not a mandate, but it became like a mandate because the Nevi'im established this as a custom that on a Shana Rabbah we should take five rovis and we say special tefillahs and so forth. Now it says in Sfarim that Hashanah Rabbah will never fall on the Shabbos. The calendar was designed in such a way that it should never fall on the Shabbos as to not to skip the tradition of the Hashanahs that we do on Hashanah Rabbah. Since on Shabbos we couldn't be using those willows and beat them on the ground, so in order to avoid skipping the custom, the Minak Nevi'im of Hashanah Rabbah, uh, the calendar is designed in such a way that Hashanah Rabbah will not fall on, on Shabbos. The question is, Teshus asked the question, why weren't Chazal also concerned with the first day of Sukkot too? That the first day of Sukkot shouldn't fall on Shabbos, because we know after the Chubim Beis HaMikdash, and the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, we don't use the lulav. We skip the lulav. And the midst of taking a lulav on Sukkot, Minat is only on the first day. So it means that if the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, we lose out on the mitzvah of lulav. Why didn't Chazal establish and design the calendar in such a way as to avoid that the first day of Sukkot should, shouldn't fall on Shabbos? Same thing with Rosh Hashanah. First day of Rosh Hashanah, if it falls on Shabbos, we don't blow the shofar. Why not design the calendar in such a way that it could never fall on the Shabbos? They were more concerned about Minag Nevi'im, which is just a Minag, to make sure that we don't lose out on that Minag Nevi'im, so they made sure and bend over backwards that the Shana Rabbah should never fall on the Shabbos. But they weren't concerned about a Mitzvah Minatayra, a Mitzvah Doraisa, like Lulav and Shofar, uh, that we should skip it. It falls on Shabbos. There wasn't a concern of theirs. That's strange. So Tezus asked the question. And Tezus says it's exactly because Lulav and Shefer is the Raisa that there's no need 
to worry about skipping it because people will not um, infer from the fact that we don't blow the Shefer on Rosh Hashanah one year if it falls on Shabbos or we don't take the Lulav one year that Lulav is not so important people know that Lulav is written in the Torah it's a Mitzvah Daraisa no, a mitzvah doesn't need extra support and strengthening. But a minig which Nevi'im established, which is not so much a mandate, like a mitzvah, for sure not like a mitzvah people might take the wrong idea. They might get the wrong idea when they see that on Shabbos, Hashanah Rabbah, we don't use the Hashanah. So they'll think, okay, it's, it's a, a mitzvah or a minig which is disposable. You can, if you want. If you don't want, you don't have to. In order to ensure that people understand that this is very important, they made sure that never, under no circumstances, will, will it ever happen. A year when we don't celebrate Hashanah Rabbi with the Hashanahs. This is Teish's answer. The Rebbe says in the there must be a deeper connection. Why Dafka Hashanah Rabbi? Chazal were more concerned that Hashanah Rabbi shouldn't be skipped and therefore not fallen on Shabbos. And they weren't as concerned about a mitzvah in a mitzvah like Lulav and Shefer. The Friedrich Rebbe in Asir explains, but it says in the Medrash, that Lulav is the Jew who learns Torah. Yesh Baitam. The Hadassim is the Jew who does mitzvahs. Yesh Boreach. And Esrik has both, Tam and Reach. A Jew that learns Torah and does mitzvahs. And Arava does neither. It's not chas v'shalom to say that these are Jews. Some of them don't do mitzvahs, chas v'shalom. We're talking about Jews that are Yerish or mine. All of the four species are Jews that do the fulfillment of mitzvahs. They follow Shulchan Aruch. It's just the question is, a seder and aveda, their, their focus in how they serve Hashem. The Jew is the lul of Jew, is driven by an intellectual appreciation of Torah mitzvahs. He's a Jew who has knowledge of Torah. He understands the depth of the meaning of things, why mitzvahs are the way they are, and understand each individual mitzvah, what the underlying reasons for that mitzvah is, in great depth. And he's driven by the intellectual depth that he has, and that, that motivates him to perform mitzvahs with greater vigor and commitment and devotion. Then there's the Jew, who is the Hadas. Hadas, Hadasim, is my simtavim, deeds, mitzvahs. Mitzvahs, actions, are more connected to midas. Usually a person who, uh, who is only driven academically and intellectually, there's always the possibility that that person might, um, might appreciate the intellectual aspect of mitzvahs as an academic recreation. But it won't necessarily move him to do the mitzvah. To do a mitzvah with a passion, it requires passion. Passion is much more directly responsible for getting a Jew to actually do and actualize what he feels. The driving force between action and behavior is, is midas, emotions. So the hadas is more the Jew who has an, an emotional appreciation, his emotional experience of, of, of the beauty of mitzvahs. And it's his emotion what drives him to do mitzvahs with greater commitment, greater devotion. And then there's the Jew who's both, an Esrik. He both has the intellectual depth, 
that itself, in and of itself, already motivates him to do mitzvahs. But although it can still remain academic, but he's also joined by a powerful and an intense emotional experience of richness, an emotional richness behind the commitment of mitzvahs. Then there's the Jewish Darava. He doesn't have any intellectual motivation, no emotional motivation. He has nothing inside. What makes this Jew perform mitzvahs? Only one thing. You know that I'm a Jew, and this is Hashem's will. That Jew is driven on by one thing, Hashem's will. Hashem's will weighs on him, in spite of himself. There's nothing inside of him that warrants this commitment of mitzvahs is that there is awareness that Hashem wants it and he has no choice, he's got to do it. And that's why he does it. Who is greater? Echsidus explains as Davkeda Arava, who has neither seichel, neither knowledge, nor the emotional depth of appreciating mitzvahs, but does things in spite of himself. The bittel, the self-effacement, is the greatest in the Arava type of Jew. In Hashanah Rabbah, we celebrate that type of Jew. That type of commitment and devotion, which is not connected to the Jew's ego, to the Jew's, not even his spiritual self, intellectual or emotional, but he's completely surrendering to Hashem's will. Hashem's will is the only driving force that drives his commitment and devotion to Torah Mitzvah. That is the purest most unadulterated form of service and uh, devotion to HaKadosh Baruch That's what Hashanah Rabbi is. Hashanah Rabbi we use the Arava separately from the Lul of an Esrik. We make a big deal about the Hashanahs. And this is the reason why Dafka Hashanah Rabbi, Chazal didn't want us to ever skip. It should never fall on a Shabbos, so we wouldn't have to skip the, the practice. Because this type of commitment that we celebrate at the end of Sukkot is the most important one because it exhibits the purest, most natural bond that Jew has with Hashem even if he doesn't understand even if he doesn't feel Seichel and Midas can blur that deeper pure, natural bond that Jew has with Hashem the most natural bond of a Jew with Hashem is not connected to the person's own conditions, but it's his intellectual condition, his emotional condition, or other conditions. It is just simply, I'm a Jew, and Hashem owns me. I'm his Evid, i got to do what he wants. This is why the practice of Hashanah Rabbi is not even a mitzvah. A mitzvah means that there is a commander and there's a commanded. There's a mitzvah and a mitzvah. They're two separate things. There's me, I have my sensibilities, my feelings, my thoughts, and Hashem imposes His will on me. So I have to now internalize it, use my seichel, my midas, try to understand and appreciate what... The rove is not even a mitzvah. Because the rove is natural. A rove is the, the practice that expresses in the most natural way that a Jew is, is intrinsically connected to HaKadosh Baruch And this is why Shana Rabbi is the last day of Sukkot. It's the transitional point 
between Sukkot and, and Simchas Teirah. Simchas Teirah is when a Jew dances with the Teirah closed. Simchas Teirah is the Simcha that exhibits the deepest, most natural bond that an Hashem has with Hashem at the deepest level. It's not the Seichel. We don't study the Teirah. It's not the emotional connection and appreciation about the, the beauty of Torah, the lines, the, the, the phrases of the Torah. It's about the etzim of Torah, that Torah is a Kodesh Baruch echad. Hashem is one with the Torah. And I am His, regardless of my intellectual and emotional condition. This is the climax of this whole series of Yom Tevim. Hashanah Rabbi is that bridge.